You are listening to the audio version of the Courtauld Digital Media Blog. My name is Christopher Williams, and I am a digitization volunteer. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this post, which is called On the Shelley Memorial by Edward Onslow Ford. It was written by Alexander Bird, who did a student placement with the digital media team, and it was first posted on the 10th of April, 2020. In 1893, the Shelley Memorial, dedicated to the romantic poet Percy Bysshe Shelley, was formally inaugurated in University College, Oxford. Eighty-three years previously, the then student had been expelled for contumaciously refusing to answer questions proposed to him, and for also repeatedly declining to disavow a publication entitled The Necessity of Atheism. At the time, this particular work had caused much contention at the university, and although Shelley's religious and spiritual views are often reduced to simply aesthetic, they in fact fluctuated and changed, as did his thinking throughout the course of his life. This ever-changing nature of Shelley's beliefs and ideas is greatly reflected in the memorial itself. Although Shelley was an atheist, the memorial in his honour is very spiritual, elegiac, and even religious both in its imagery and in the ideas it evokes of life after death. The Conway Library holds several photographs of the memorial in box number B06524. Photographs show the memorial in situ in Oxford and include close-up details of the figure and decorative plinth. One photograph shows a preliminary model of the work. Sculpted by the artist Edward Onslow Ford, a foremost figure of the new sculpture movement, the work is situated in a domed tempietto in University College, Oxford, designed by Basil Champneys. The memorial was originally intended to be erected in the Protestant cemetery in Rome, where Shelley's ashes were eventually buried. But the statue was thought to be too large, and eventually was donated to the college by Shelley's daughter-in-law, Jane, Lady Shelley, who had also commissioned it originally. The sculpture itself depicts the lifeless Shelley, washed ashore. Caught at sea in a sudden storm in the Gulf of La Spezia on the northwest coast of Italy in 1822, he had drowned. His body was cremated on the shore near Viareggio. In the sculpture, he is shown nude, and a somewhat androgynous figure, reclining and life-size, though in a highly idealised form since Shelley's still-clothed corpse, when found after a number of days' immersion, could only be identified by its garments and a book of Keats' poetry found in a pocket. The figure of Shelley himself is sculpted from white marble, whereas the surrounding plinth and other sculpted elements are either in bronze or coloured marble. The memorial features classical and symbolic imagery throughout, in the tree branches, heavy with fruit, as well as in the two mythological winged lions that hold up the plinth on which Shelley's body rests. The second figure is a seated female study, looking mournful and solemn. She holds a broken stringed instrument, a lyre or a harp. It is possible that she represents a mourner, or even Shelley's wife Mary, but most likely she is the visual and physical embodiment of one of the muses for poetry, depicted grieving for Shelley. Comparing photographs, that of the model of the monument shows the laurel wreath that initially framed the head of the poet. 
This wreath is absent from the photograph of the finished piece. It was removed by college authorities in the 1930s because it had become the target of student pranks. Ford often included allegorical figures within his work, especially in commissions and memorials. Often an excuse to show a male or female study, they could represent certain subjects or classical pursuits such as science, art, poetry, or even more universal themes such as motherhood, death, grace, hope, and prosperity. Some of these allegorical figures can be seen in other works of his, such as his later Victoria or Gladstone memorials. The Shelley piece itself is very similar to others of the movement, such as Teusa by Hamo Thornycroft, Icarus by Alfred Gilbert, and The Sluggard by Frederick Leighton, all of which represent classical Greek heroes or athletes, studies of male nudes, and all in the highly stylized, idealized, and polished style of the movement. It has been argued that Ford's memorial has thus been responsible for shaping Shelley's image in modern times. The work itself was described as being able to present an atmosphere of thought and feeling. Ford's approach to the human figure is highly stylized, much like that of his contemporaries such as Thornycroft and Brock. The new sculpture movement was known for these types of works, ones which moved away from neoclassicism yet still referenced it, and for the use of symbolism, which was more dynamic, energetic and physical, but still refined, and often featured elements of the mythological and exotic. Another piece by Ford is Linos, which was praised at the time early in his career as a sculptor. Linus can be compared in many ways with Rodin's Age of Bronze. The two were displayed together at the Royal Academy in 1884. Although similar in that they are both studies of the male nude, as well as extremely physical and expressive, they are also contrasting in their styles. Rodin's work was seen as experimental at the time, physical and taut, restricted and real. Rodin was initially accused of having created it from a life cast, not as a sculpted work. By contrast, the critic Spielmann described Ford's work as always restrained, refined, dainty, elegant, aiming at grace and decorativeness rather than passion and force. But for the subject matter of the Shelley Memorial, this style is very well suited. When we think of the romantic poet tragically drowned and lying on the shore, surely no style is better suited to represent it visually than that of an extremely physical and emotional piece of symbolic sculpture, which harks back to the style of ancient Greece, the style used to depict great and tragic mythological heroes. I believe this is the purpose of the visual and thematic decisions that went into creating the piece. My personal reaction to it was shock and a desire to find out more about it. It is extremely beautiful and delicate, and it is possible to view it simply as a sculpture depicting a myth or allegory as opposed to the unfortunate truth of someone's life and death. But this, mixed with a rather intimate viewing of it, makes apparent why it has changed the way we perceive both Shelley and his ideas. The sculpture helped the popularity of Shelley's work and also changed the way it was perceived, adding to Shelley's image as a romantic poet by simply showing him as a beautiful and tragic classical and allegorical figure. Thank you for listening.